Before we get started today, I just wanted to take a minute to invite you to our next group consult. If you are a trauma treatment professional and want to gather with other like-minded professionals to gain support, insight, and share your own knowledge and resources, join us. You can present or you can just listen. This opportunity is open to all trauma treatment professionals. It will be held virtually and we will meet for one and a half hours. Don't miss it. Register and learn more at traumatreatmentcollective.com. Welcome to the Trauma Treatment Collective podcast. My name is Nina Keeler, a licensed marriage and family therapist and trauma specialist. In this space, we will share tips and tools on how to grow your trauma treatment skills while also keeping your own mental health in mind. Welcome to our first time listeners and welcome back to our followers. Today, we are talking about working with your client's resistance in trauma treatment. I will be honest and say, at times, my client's resistance has caused me to get a little sidetracked in the treatment process. I am grateful that over the years, I have learned to catch myself a lot quicker. Here are three things that I always consider when I encounter my client's resistance in the treatment process. Number one, attachment styles. Having a clear understanding of attachment styles is vital to understanding what is truly happening within the therapeutic relationship. Knowing your own attachment style as well as your clients can give greater insight to why a client may be struggling with resistance and why it might be also hard for you in the treatment process as well. For example, if a client has an avoidant attachment style, when they feel overwhelmed or they're getting into harder parts of their treatment process, they may be having a harder time leaning into support from you, which if you have an anxious ambivalent attachment style, then that may cause you to feel like you want to do more or they're not taking the support you want to give and that's frustrating for you. Or if a client has an anxious ambivalent attachment style and they feel overwhelmed or they're feeling really stressed in the process, they may start to do more people pleasing and kind of focusing more on what you want from the treatment process than what they want from the treatment process or even what they need. So that's two examples of how attachment styles can interfere with the treatment process or can also give you information about what's happening in the therapeutic relationship. Number two, safety. Assessing a client's sense of safety in the relationship and with the level of work that is being done is also very helpful. We all have the automatic response of protecting ourselves when we don't feel safe. So it makes sense to assess for safety when we encounter resistance from a client. It could be a signal from their system to adjust the pace of work. And number three, reframing resistance. Resistance overall can be seen as a negative, but in the context of trauma treatment, it can be seen as adaptation in an attempt to feel safe. I encourage you to see it as just that, an attempt to stay safe in the very thing that has helped this client make it to this point in their life. When I view resistance in this manner, it helps me understand and connect with my client in a deeper way. I will go as far as to welcome it into the room and honor the resistance for the work it has done thus far in my client's life. The next thing I do is explore with clients other ways they can create a sense of safety for themselves without using their resistance. For example, clients might say they need to know that I'm not going to judge them or that they need to take it slow. I do what I can to assure them that I will honor their requests. 
Lastly, I let my clients know that overall in this process of treatment, there is space and time for their resistance. I encourage them to never override their resistance, but rather to see it as a part of the process that deserves some space and time. These types of conversations usually foster a deeper sense of safety for my clients that is helpful in the treatment process. There you have it. Three ways that you can kind of view resistance to help you move through resistance rather than being sidetracked by resistance. One is knowing your attachment style and knowing your client's attachment style. Two is working with a sense of safety and checking in on safety. And three is helping the client to reframe the resistance and also reframing the resistance for yourself. So hopefully these things are helpful. And the next time you encounter resistance with a client, you have some tools to be able to help you move through rather than be sidetracked. Well, that's it for today. Take good care. Until next time. I hope you enjoyed our episode for today. Just a quick reminder before you head out, just make sure you head over to the traumatreatmentcollective.com to learn more about our monthly group consults. We would love to have you join us.